I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Quick reminder, I know we mentioned this before, but given that we're coming up on the new year, uh, this today, uh, after our AEW review, it's going to be the last you see of us live on Twitch, officially doing recaps. I might dick around on my channel over there at MF Steve here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Well, we'll be we'll be around uh, Saturday for day one. Saturday. Yeah, that's right. Saturday. So uh, uh, the first of January. A new year, uh, new things, and uh, we're going to be there for year one doing our live reactions. And then we're going to do the recap of it. Uh, Sorry, uh, the pay-per-view is called January 1. Uh, We're going to be doing our live reactions to that, and the recap is going to be on Monday. So uh, you can uh, catch that then. Uh, But, yeah, we're taking tomorrow and Friday off. So the usual Mm -hmm. shenanigans uh, will be uh, you'll have to hold off until next week. Next week when it's back that. to our normal schedule. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's going on. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will join us for uh, for your one. We also have this coming uh, a week on Friday uh, on YouTube and in the audio podcast realm. We've got our Friendo Awards, which is pretty exciting. And then on Saturday, we've Ooh. got predictions Ooh. in the Ooh. year 2022. 22. Yeah. So that's uh, that's fun stuff. A lot of softballs uh, between the two of us this year because I feel like I swung for the fences last year and I hit a home run, so I can just sort of cruise. On you can this. just you can just bunt your way to, to first, huh? The new bunt year singles. this year through. I mean, there were so many things that sort of threw us for a loop. There's so many weird things happen in 2021. I it's it's sort of got I've got like analysis paralysis heading into the new year when it comes to trying to predict things. Nothing's off the table seemingly. It's like nothing I say. Uh, seemingly it could be as wild as what could actually happen yeah. in the new year. So it'll be interesting to see where 2022 uh, takes us. Uh, one place uh, it might take Alberto Del Rio uh, is to Ollie wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right. But he seems <laughs> to think so. Every so often, Larson, Alberto will claim to be talking to a wrestling promotion and then like nothing will ever come of it. Uh, he talked about a uh, possible return to WWE. We all thought that that was uh, several times a yeah. long shot. Guess what? That's not my predictions. That ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. Most recently, though, Del Rio said in an interview with Sports Kita that he's been talking to AEW. These <laughs> transcripts come to you via WrestlingNews.co. This is what he says. Yes, that's possible. 
I've been talking to a lot of people, and just like I said earlier, I know everybody. They're all talking about it, and they saw what happened, and they know it wasn't fair for me, my career, my life, so they are all going to be giving me an opportunity, so it's just a matter of time for me and them to put something together and decide where we're going to go. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, it's not going to happen. I, I don't see that happening. I, I know, So noticeably absent from this conversation, I've been talking to a lot of people. That's a very vague statement. That could be any number of people. But if you want the quickest road, the quickest road towards eroding your goodwill with the fan base, which AEW has plenty of. Yes. Hire this man. Yeah, that would be extremely disappointing if uh, if AEW were to bring him in. Just about a week ago, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out, quote, I've spoken people from WB, MLW, Impact, who also say they either have no interest in bringing in Del Rio in or be shocked if it happens. AEW talent I've spoken to say they've never heard him mentioned as even possibly coming in. It's not yeah. going to happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. Um, not going to happen. We got some breaking news here, Steve. Yeah. So uh, transitioning from the absurd to the sad, uh, Sean Ross Sapp, two minutes ago from the recording of this, apparently he learned this during his own live stream, has been informed that Tony Storm is now gone from WWE. She just had a championship match with Charlotte Flair um, this past. She's been on main roster now for... How long? Not very long, less than a year. Not very at all. Was she was she part of the draft? Uh, I think she got brought up before the draft. If memory serves. Um, man, wow. I don't know if this. I hope this is not the first of. I know. You know, because sometimes it happens where it just starts trickling out. Yes. Yes. Uh man, what a bummer! That is a bummer. I, she's fantastic. She's absolutely fantastic. I love Tony Storm. I think she's really great. She, I, in my opinion, she never got a, a real fair shot in even the in WWE. NXT. Even in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. What um what an absolute drag. Yeah, that is a bummer. That is a bummer. She'll land wherever she wants to go. Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah, she's I mean, immensely talented. She's a hell of a wrestler. AEW needs to be, uh, yeah, because they could they could use a talent like her. Absolutely, mm-hmm. man. What a mm-hmm. drag. That um, is a bummer. Another bit of news here. We're going to monitor this situation, and when we say this situation, I mean Sean's uh, Twitter account, because um, you never know where this you know this might be more. Uh, yeah. X Pac has been cleared. Sorry. I know it's it's we're we're a bit bummed out, but I feel like we got to say it correctly, Steve. I got everything I ever wanted. X-Pac. 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 Well, hold on. Apparently, X-Pac hasn't gotten everything he ever wanted from his in-ring career. Yeah. As he announced today on WWE's The Bump yeah. that he has been cleared to return to the ring. Uh, this is what he said. These transcripts are from Fightful. Quote, my surgeon gave me the go-ahead. I just got the green light to get back in the ring. I'm just going to get into better and better shape. I'll be ring ready beginning of next year in case my phone rings. Oh, man. Put X Pac in the Royal Rumble. Yes. 
That would be rad. Put him in the Rumble. I Surprise entry in the Rumble. I mentioned this Louis Dangor tweeted that, and I saw that. I'm like, hell yes. Put X-Pac in the Rumble. I saw this. Uh, I, I mentioned this off camera. X-Pac versus Ninja Mac mm-hmm. at GCW in the Hammerstein. X, X-Pac, best of Super Juniors next year. Yes. Do it. Oh, has there, has oh there been White anybody? Brownie has it. X-Pac yeah. versus Pac. Can you think of anybody in wrestling who has reversed their fortunes with fans more so than X-Pac? He literally had a phrase coined because he had go away heat, X-Pac heat. That's now, me, basically everybody Everybody likes. I, I, I regret sincerely it. ever using that term because mm-hmm. this dude was on the precipice of probably literally dying because of his um, addiction issues and turned it around. He's fit. He's got a, a, a popular podcast. Um, he's terrific. And uh, and this dude was, before X-Pac Heat was a thing, he was a revolutionary in wrestling, yes. an innovator, yes. born before yes. his time, a man before his time. Um, yeah, that's great. As long as uh, uh, he's into it and he's healthy to do it, man. Get him in there. Get him in there. I don't, yeah. care. I don't care what ring it is. Get him in there. Heck yeah. It'd be Heck great. Yeah. You know, it was cool when we went to uh, StarCast in Vegas for Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. And we had our table basically right across from his. Yeah. He was there all weekend. Yeah, right. Signing autographs, talking to everybody. Yeah. Taking time to talk to everybody. He just seemed like a really pleasant dude who was appreciative uh, that, you know, people were, were coming up to asking, you know, for autographs just to chat with them. Yeah. You just seem like a really appreciative dude. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you go through the shit he's gone through. You know, he probably would be. But uh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Absolutely. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, let's talk about NXT. We're on the road to New Year's Evil, um, mm-hmm. which is actually shaping up to be a hell of a card. Yeah, it is um, a good card. There's some matches on here that are going to be uh, pretty stellar. This uh, six-man Valter and Imperium oh, wow. versus Riddle and MSK. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody ever thought to themselves, oh, that's a dream match I'd like to see. But now that you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, and uh, I think it's just going to be a hell of a match. Riddle and Walter oh, yeah. in the ring together. They probably did back in the day uh, uh, before they I were think in, in progress. Cause... Pro- oh, yeah. He was the uh, Atlas champion, I think, uh, mm-hmm. Riddle was. So uh, according to Cage Match, Riddle and Walter have had one, two, three, four, five one on one matches, yeah. and then two more multi person matches. There's Riddle versus Thatcher versus Walter in progress. And then Keith Lee versus Riddle versus Tracy Williams versus Walter. Where was this? Evolve, mm, twenty seventeen. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's going to be good. Of course, we got Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa. That's going to be solid. This Roderick Strong Carmelo Hayes could be an early match of the year candidate. These two mm-hmm. are spectacular wrestlers. They mm-hmm. had a killer contract signing uh, uh, segment which really had more to do with the promo battle between Bivens and one of my favorite, one of my favorite talkers right now, trick Williams. Mm-hmm. This guy's got all the charisma in the world. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's really good. And then I think that uh, the, uh, the women's title match is going to be good. It was the, they had a setup this weekend. I'm sorry, this week where uh, the participants were kind of up in the air. Mandy Rose was like, Hey, Cora Raquel, why don't you guys throw down against Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai, two other people who won in on that title match, and then uh, the the whole can they coexist thing ended with like a can they coexist victory where they were still arguing. Yeah, that was fact. that was kind of weird. That's weird. It is weird yeah. because they worked pretty seamlessly the, the the whole match, and just at the end, like Raquel was just really upset that she's not the one that got the pin. You know, in a tag match, it really that was why yeah. would that matter? I mean, it's the, what matters is your team gets the win because then you and your partner get a title shot next week. Right. So just get the win. Yeah. I thought that this week, this week's NXT episode, I thought it was kind of like what I really appreciate sometimes in wrestling, which is unintentional, funny stuff. Um, the fact that Harlan nearly killed the guy, but elected not to by throwing him off the, by not throwing him off the roof. I thought the contract signing was legitimately good. I like a yeah. combination of like unintentionally hilarious and also, legitimately pretty decent. And I thought that NXT delivered on that this week. Yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, it's another episode where there's probably too much talking. Oh, of course. But, you know, I think that's just the nature of NXT these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I liked uh, uh, Solo Sokoa, you know, uh, accidentally walking in the middle, you know, of a, just trying to walk into the hallway, said, I'm sorry, you know, tried to give a... Uh, 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 Legato, their space, and that wasn't good enough for Santos. Yeah, no. Like, hey, this, no. This, this, that, that segment had all the hallmarks of Shawn Michaels booking. Someone <laughs> wanders into a situation, the match ensues. <laughs> right, exactly. That's a good stuff. That's how basically every match in NXT UK is booked. Oh, it's great. It's, it's you know, it stumbles into somebody or runs into somebody. They stumble into some awkward situation. Match is booked. 
in UK, it's almost exclusively at the when somebody's training in the performance center. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the camera is interviewing somebody, and then something happens off camera. The camera turns to it, and then, there we have a feud. Yep, a feud just, just for happens. that week, or just for the next week. Match is motivated, and then we move on. Right, exactly. Yeah, at least every match is motivated by something. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we could just dive into. It. It's funny because like one of the little spoiler alert for our predictions. One of your predictions. More main roster crossover. Yes. Um, and, uh, and yes, yeah, certainly we're getting that with uh, AJ Styles. Had a little video uh, hyping up uh, Grayson Waller. Because that, that, that match, didn't that match happen at the... Uh... Yes, they, they're, they're advertising it as a confrontation at New Year's Eve. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. But Matt Riddle, yeah, Riddle's in that match with MSK against Imperium. Um, I guess I can kind of repeat myself as far as what I said in predictions. This seems like... You have main roster talents. Why they didn't do this before on a regular basis? I know there has been there has been some main roster talents that show up in NXT in the past, but you know, like a, a continual influx of main roster talents to get some eyeballs on NXT, you know, and and you have these main roster talents there with the developmental talent, even if the main roster talents just there a day. Mm-hmm. The opportunity for Grayson Waller to sit with AJ Styles and talk to him for a bit, mm-hmm. learn from him. Yeah, sure. That's great for these these talents who are learning the craft of, of sports entertainment. I would be I would not be surprised this happens on a far more regular basis than it did during 1.0. Do you wonder if that's one of the motivations of this, or is it strictly, hey, let's try to get these ratings up? Because that is a really good point. You have AJ Styles there even for a day. You know uh, why is it? Because look, obviously the thing about NXT before was primarily. I know there is a de- developmental aspect to it, but primarily. They're bringing in people who had already had some amount of seasoning in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. some of these people have been wrestling for like 15 years before they got to NXT. Um, yeah. Some people have been, you know, world champions in other places. Uh, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor mm-hmm. had a, a pretty great AJ career. Star- uh, well, AJ oh. didn't go to NXT, but he's yeah. there now. Yeah. Um, him. Ch- <laughs> good cut. Good, good recovery there. Good save. Um, but, you know, given that now these people were security guards in NXT, uh, a couple months ago, and yeah, February, uh, now they're main this, event players. Yeah. This time last year, they weren't even in the company at all or yeah. doing wrestling at all. Uh, I wonder if that is one motivation. It's like, or is that just sort of an added bonus of like, hey, hopefully he has a conversation with Grayson Waller and 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 you know, wisens them up to some stuff in pro wrestling. It's probably just a pop rating, so I'd imagine. I would think predominantly, but you know, I would I would think that the trainers and 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 Shawn Michaels down NXT would realize the benefit of even having. AJ Styles in there for half a day. Mm-hmm. Have him do a little seminar or something, yeah. you know, at the performance center. Yeah, sure. So the 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 talent there could sit under his learning tree and pick up some stuff in terms of how to improve their craft. Yeah, yeah, that could be. You know, and 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 if if with the, in the case of Riddle, we get some storytelling that kind of crosses over between brands, where you have him kind of being the shaman for MSK because he thinks he's learned so much about tag team wrestling, tagging with Randy Orton. And then he's going to take what he's learned from MSK and bring that back to his own tag team. Mm-hmm. I know it's not it's not much, yeah. but it's there's some semblance of crossover there from a storytelling perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just an interesting uh, counter to oh man, the Enforcer just subscribed. Thanks, Enforcer. Yeah, twenty six months now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Enforcer's the best. Thank you, Enforcer. So. Uh, I had a point and then Enforcer subbed and it threw me completely off. So good job, Enforcer. Anyways, let's dive into this. Grayson Waller opened sure, up sure. with a promo. He dubbed himself Breakout Star of the Year. 
Uh, he says he couldn't care less about the fans, about Christmas. But on Christmas, he woke up, told himself, I deserve a present. And then he booked himself first-class tickets to Detroit for Monday Night Raw. He said, I was having a good time. I was keeping it to myself when AJ won a little bit of my clout. And then they cut to a recap of that. He says, I don't understand why people like AJ Styles. Last week, uh, he came out on my show, says AJ's theme sucks. All the fans here, they try to get their fat asses out of their seats. He doesn't get why. Says uh, uh, AJ wants to say he's no star, but let's be real. There's no bigger star than me. If it wasn't for Aziz and Apollo, it would have been AJ's last night on Raw. Yeah, and he says, I'm supposed to have a match against Dexter Loomis last night, but after that chair shot last week, uh, he's not medically cleared. But apparently they found a suitable replacement, and they're going to find out what the Grayson Waller effect really is. It's obvious they, they think very highly of Grayson Waller. Yeah, sure. I mean, I feel like week in, week out, he's growing quite a bit. See him improving in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, I can appreciate the man's uh, work ethic and what they want for him. I still couldn't care less about him. After that, we had uh, Grayson Waller. So he was like, yeah, uh, he was supposed to uh, take on Dexter Loomis. Uh, and he said, who's going to who's gonna be it? Odyssey Jones comes out. I don't know where this mm-hmm. guy's been. Remember, we had dubbed him like the next huge thing in NXT. Apparently, they don't think that there. <laughs> Instead, it's Grayson Waller. Uh, so uh, Waller takes his leave. Odyssey Jones uh, grabs the mic, calls Waller nothing but a big-time bitch. Grayson turns back, goes back to the ring, uh, and uh, and then they, they have a match then. Yeah, uh, the finish that saw Waller pull off the turnbuckle cover while Jones tried to hit him with a powerbomb. Uh, that earns Odyssey Jones a two after said powerbomb. So Jones charges Grayson. Grayson steps aside. Uh, so Jones runs at the exposed turnbuckle. And then after that, Waller, he, he, so he, he, he rolls out of the ring, and he has this great rolling, leaping stunner thing where he runs from the floor, leaps between the bottom and second ropes, does a rolling stunner out of that. I mean, it doesn't make any sense in terms of how that should be practical in any fashion whatsoever, but it's cool. And he it does looks it so cool. smooth. It looks good, and he does it very smoothly, yeah. Yeah, so he hits that to get the win, and then AJ shows up on the Titantron, thanks Waller for showing up on Raw, says, you got some attention you were looking for. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll be on NXT next week. I'll see you at New Year's Evil. Yeah. Confrontation has yeah. been advertised. So another thing to note about NXT, clearly same thing happened on Raw. There were some missing people, and they had to kind of obviously compensate for that due to probably what is the COVID protocols. This variant is just sweeping the country right now. Uh, so we got Cora Jade and uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez backstage. Or in an interview, Cora says, look, we can coexist, but next week it's every woman for themselves. Raquel says, we've agreed to take out Toxic Attraction tonight. Io walks in. She's like, I want a title shot. Kaylee Ray walks in. She's like, I want a title shot too. Mandy shows up via Matt Chat question. Hot tub stream. Yes, Larson. Uh, she seemingly has some sort of power where she can just show up on any screen anywhere. It's pretty impressive. Titan Tron. Monitor in the background. New gimmick. Hot tubs hacker. Because she's always like in her pool or a hot tub or something. Giant arguing against. Uh, anyways, Mandy shows up on the monitor behind them. And uh, she suggests that uh, she's going to give uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane the night off. And says, hey, Cora and Raquel, how about y'all take on EO and Kaylee Ray? And the winning team then gets to uh, be in that triple threat match against me. And they're like, yeah, cool. That works. 
Uh, we got a quick little bit here from Sean Ross Sapp about Tony Storm's release. This is what he had to say via Twitter. Quote, those that I spoke to within WB believe Tony Storm asked for her release from the company, though I'm also making an effort to reach out to those close to her. The memo that went out did not list budget cuts as the reason has, as has been traditional of late. Oh, wow. She said, uh, I feel like it should be Tony time, and uh, I want time away from you now. Please, thank you. Anyways, good for her. She gets out of there. Um, after that, we had a Grayson Waller promo. Uh, where he, or he's, he's in the like, parking he, lot. Yeah, he was in the parking lot. I thought he was, he was on backstage. That was weird. Oh, he was. He was. My he head was backstage. backstage. Sorry, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, he was. He was right backstage. Going Sorry. Crazy. So he just says, yeah, I have no problem putting up or shutting up with you, AJ Styles. And he runs Nash Carter. And Nash Carter's like, ah, mm. oh, we're out next. And so they go out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's another guy that wasn't there. Yeah. Staying at home. Yeah. yeah no match chat question for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, video package got a, for Tiffany yeah, Stratton. Yeah, quick Tiffany Stratton package. Uh, she's debuting t- yeah, on this episode of NXT. face reveal happens tonight. Uh, Zion Quinn, the mumbler, says uh, he knows Electra Lopez wants this as much as he does. He's, oh man, he's thirsty. Horny Zion. Says uh, she needs to make the choice. It's either me or Legato, and it needs to happen uh, tonight. Tonight. He's like, you know, I need I need to get some. <laughs> uh, he's been MSK on a, he's been on a dry streak this year, man. <laughs> like before, one of his predictions during the year was to get some, and uh, he's like, "It's come Tuesday." <laughs> Electric, oh, Electric, man. it's come Tuesday. <laughs> Oh man, sorry. He's such a mumbler. He's he looks amazing. Yeah. He looks great. He, and he actually has like a good like his voice sounds he's like a nice timbre to it. Like he's, he got, good, he's, he's got gravitas. Yeah. He just he's, he's very soft spoken. He needs to project a bit more. Yeah. You know. Like his voice has a you know, like I said, it sounds great. He just yeah, project. He needs yeah. to project a bit yeah. more. He needs some release. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, MSK promo next. They come out to the ring. Says it feels good to be back. Last time they were there was at Halloween Havoc when they lost the tag titles. They say it's been a journey. They found their shaman and Matt Riddle. Now they're flying higher than ever before. And then uh, Riddle shows up at the Tron. He's like, "Hey, sorry I couldn't be here. I'm there with you in spirit. I've seen your journey. Now there's only one thing left to do: challenge Imperium for the tag titles." So Wesley does that. Eichner, Bartel come out to the stage. Uh, Bartel says, uh, you know, you guys can sit around your fires, sing your songs, ride your scooters, but understand they'll never be able to touch them. The NXT tag titles are staying with the best team this division has ever seen. They belong to Imperium. And MSK says, well, if you're feeling spicy, come put your tag titles on the line now. And that's when Walter shows up on the Tron and says that MSK is everything that is wrong with this sport. Eichner and Bartel are fantastic champions. MSK does not deserve a title match. They deserve a beating with his right hand. Chops. Chop in hand. I like that his then, Matt Chat question looked like it was filmed on an iPhone 3, too. It really did. It was so, and then and then Riddle's screen goes, whoop. But yep. I think it even had a sound effect, too. It did. So his Matt Chat pops back in. He says, hey, bro, I'm not going to let anyone talk to my friends like that. How about this, bro? Next week, why not me and MSK take on Imperium? And then Walter calls Riddle a nerd. I accept your challenge. I'm going to expose them for what they are. A bunch of showmen. Yeah. It's exciting to have Walter in, in NXT so 2.0. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah. 
Yes, more Walter is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a quick Joe Gacy. Oh, we got a raid. Hey, we got a raid from Jimmy Effendaro. Thank you very thank much. You. That's so nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so Joe Gacy and Harlan have a quick promo, and Joe reminds Harlan that Kendrick called him a freak, insists that he is no freak. Yeah, he's a bit of a freak. Not as much of a freak as uh, Zion Quinn, though. Anyways, after that, we had an Idris Anofe promo. Uh, I thought this was pretty good, man. You know, uh, I think this is like his first extended interview I think so. that I've seen. I think so. He says, it felt fantastic win last week. All his life, he's had doubters. No better way to close out his 2021 than by getting his first win. And then come Tuesday, Von Wagner barges in, uh, says Idris got lucky. Malik Blade then steps in, says a win is a win, and uh, he's going to do the same thing tonight. And Von Wagner says, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> he just gets confused at people, apparently. Yeah. Poor Von Wagner. I have no idea what his gimmick is. What is his deal? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. He's got like horse he's jockey. He's got a lot of frustration. He's got frustration. He's got horse jockey pants. He's he's yeah. bad at sneak attacks. He mm-hmm. doesn't know who some people on the roster are. Mm-hmm. Von Wagner is just confused. He is confused. He is very confused. Uh, after that, we had uh, we were supposed to have Harlan versus Brian Kendrick. Kendrick's music plays. No spanky to be found. I do like. I love that theme though. Oh man oh, with the plan. Man with the plan. It's a great theme. Yeah, it's a great theme. So uh, Joe Gacy asked for a mic. So sadly, he knew this was going to happen. Kendrick, just like so many other people in this cruel world, they talk a big game. But when they get confronted with their mistakes, they fail to show up. He says Kendrick is afraid to admit that he was a problem, that he did wrong by Harlan. So Chase, Andre Chase interrupts. He says, what we have right now is a teachable, teachable moment. moment. So he says at Chase University, we don't quit. We don't run away from our problems. We take negatives and turn them into positives. And Gacy says, I admire the good work you do. In fact, did Chase, did you know that Harlan was once enrolled in school, was unjustly expelled? He says, but Mr. Chase, thank you for stepping up and volunteering yourself as Kendrick's replacement tonight. This went uh, as, about as predictably as you would assume. Uh, I really hope they don't have Harlan's finisher be ramps on his head to the map many times. I'll be honest. I'm not anti that. Uh, he had some uh, pretty vicious shoot-looking back elbows to poor Andre Chase's head. And then, yeah, like you said, his finish was just ramming his head. Uh, and the ref called the match. Yeah, it was really quick, match. too. I was like, what the hell, man? Let yeah. him go. Come on, zombie ref. Help him out a little bit. Uh, after that, Harlan walks back to the ring. Uh, it starts to, you know, because he's going to threaten Andre Chase some more. Uh, that blonde Chase University student runs mm-hmm. in, and he covers Andre. And then Harlan pulls him out of the ring, picks him up, carries him backstage. Uh, we find out what happens to that man a little bit later. But first, Legato waits outside the door for Lopez. Santos asks, hey, what's going on between you and Quinn? Because mm-hmm. apparently he thinks that's his business. Uh, Solo Sokoa then walks out a door. So they're just like in a hallway. Solo Sokoa walks out the door and sees that they're in the middle of something. And oddly... You know, he says, oh, man, I'm sorry. That's very polite of him. He walks back through the door. He's like, I'll I'll go through the hallway a different time, apparently, once these guys are done with their little impromptu meeting here. But no, that's not good enough for Santos. He's like, hey, I want an apology. Solo is like, man, you've got yourself some misplaced anger there, friend. But if you want to settle this, we could do it in the ring. And immediately I'm thinking, Santos... You don't want any part of that because even though you have three guys back in your play, what do you do best? Lose matches. Sure enough, yeah. 
That's what happened a little Lost bit match. later. Uh, then we get Tiffany Stratton's debut versus Fallon Henley. Why was Stratton her wins. face reveal such a thing? I don't know. She's just she's like a normal looking person, you know. So I think she had a match on two hundred five. Yes, that's right. And then like she has a Twitter account. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why it was such a thing. It I don't was, get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Uh, you know, we were. Uh, by the way, I want to publicly on on the show give a shout out. Usually, me and the enforcer do NXT 2.0 watch alongs over at MF Steve here Twitch channel. Uh, however, enforcer uh, was taking a bit of a vacay this week, and uh, and I asked uh, Maggie and Lou to join me instead, and they did, and it was awesome. It was so great. So now I got to decide: Are they now permanent? Does Enforcer have to fight for his role on my channel? Wow. Wow. Nah, man, he'll come back. Um, so yeah, she uh she won this match with a flatliner. Yeah. Uh but uh so yeah, oh yeah, Lou here in chat saying fight me, Enforcer. Wow. Yeah, man, I'll just pit them against each other. Wow, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Right? Just be cool, Steve. Just be cool. <laughs> uh, after that, we had a Tony D'Angelo promo. He's just talking trash about Pete Dunn. He's telling some story that his grandfather told him that if you go you know, if you're getting bullied, go up to that bully and punch him in the face, and they'll walk away. They'll leave you alone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, Pete Dunn, you should do that, suggesting that when he hit his hand with the crowbar, that was akin to him punching the bully in the face. Says, Pete Dunn, just stay away. You know, shout out to Tony D, too, because clearly he used the, 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 the back-facing superior camera on his phone. He set it up on some sort of tripod. It wasn't all glitchy and, and, and pixely. It's it's the little things. It's taking it the extra step. Yes. Not Seth Rollins and his flaccid tree in the background. Yeah, or I, Big can, e. I could not stop looking at that. And, you know, there's like way too much space up between his the top of his head and the uh and, and top of the frame. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Anyways, just a thing of mine. Yeah, yeah. This uh, then we get great. We get the contract signing. So Roddy's out first. Bivens grabs the mic, says, uh, you know, I don't see Trick or Mello backstage, or I didn't see Trick or Mello backstage. I get it. Gas prices are high, so they couldn't afford to make it. Mm-hmm. And he says Roddy would never, ever uh Then he gets interrupted because then uh, yeah, Trick and Mello yeah. come out. Look, can we just get to the part where uh, they use the phrase Nuck if you buck? Sure. <laughs> we can go directly to that. I don't know. It's buried in here somewhere, but he said no. So the, the idea is so uh so Trick tells uh Bivens, and again, I can't I, I would suggest going back and watching this. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. Trick is so fuck and Bivens is so good. So uh Trick tells Bivens to get out of the way when grown men are talking. 
He tells Roddy that he spoke to the champ, and they decided they're going to call him the B champ because he won't be champ for much longer. Which is a great, which is a great, great line. Yeah. He says uh, he says he can't wait till Melo takes a title from him and unifies them. In other words, next Tuesday, and I'm reading off your notes here. You can, I, I, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this might not be verbatim what he said because he right. said it really fast. And it's so good, though. And I can't do it as smoothly. He says you can strap up their boots and make the ring talk because Roddy's never been about it. About it. Uh, Roddy's obviously confused about what Trick just said because he's a nerd. Uh, Bivens translates for him, says uh, Trick called him the second tier champ. And, and Trick confirms this along uh-huh. the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Uh, he says that Roddy won't be able to unify the titles, uh, that he'll put on his boots and stomp Roddy until there is a substantial amount of downpour. And uh, Roddy tells Bivens to tell Trick that he'll kick his ass. Bivens says, uh, Roddy says, if you come at the king, you best not miss. Around here, this is his block. I think this is where he said, yeah. knuck if you buck. Yeah. Uh, he says, if you want some, come get some, because right now you're outnumbered. This, uh, this bit yeah. from Trick next killed me. He says, I've never been outnumbered. I'm six foot four, 235 pounds. I got eight abs, three chains, two women, and two feet to stick up your you know what. You do the math. That was such a great line. And he, and he's so, it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, mm-hmm. Bivin says, I don't get paid enough to translate all that right now. I'm not going to do this all night. Uh, 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 Wade interjects, oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, I've got no clue what anyone is talking about here. I like to speak to the two champs. I want to know what's on Mello's mind. Mello says, when I shoot, I don't miss. It's not a catchphrase. It's a lifestyle. Because I have got. I love that he makes a reference to the equalizer. He says, yeah. I've got aim like Denzel in the equalizer. Don't play with me because I'll put you on a t-shirt. Look at the guys I've laid to rest. Know what the difference is between Roddy and them? Not a damn thing. <laughs> oh, oh. That's how I was like, oh, what, what is the difference? Oh, nothing. nothing. Ouch. Nothing. Oh, man. Uh, he says, because, Roddy, I take what I want, and next week I'm taking the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm going to reunify the belts, and I'll truly be the A champ of NXT. And then, sadly, Roderick Strong gets on the microphone and tries to follow that up. Yeah, he tells Mello, bravo, press that you said it all to my face. But uh, I want you to understand that as much potential as you have, they're both going to have a life-changing experience. As for me... It's going to be the biggest night of my career when I unify the belts and walk out a two-time North American champ. But for you, Mello, you're going to be carried out and be forever known as Humboldt Hayes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the weak, weak sauce. Weak yeah, sauce. so uh, Wade says, all right, sign the contract already. Roddy signs it first, passes it to Mello. Mello signs it and like pushes the, the folio across the table basically back into Roddy's lap. So Trick and Mello, they're about to leave. And, and Biven says, you know, it's about it, about it. Loomis whooping your ass. Trick turns around, says, I'm sick of your mouth. Bivens warns, I'm going to make an example of you. And Bivens asks him, why can't we all just get along? Trick turns around, and the Creed brothers hit a spine buster on him through the table. Can't we all just get it? He busted out, can't we all just get along? (laughs) I think I was watching that live when it happened. Yeah, I might have been too. Can't we all just get along? Oh, man. And then it was made for that poor dude. Anyways, moving on. We had a uh, tag division video package. They're having like a number one contender match. I think so. It was everybody except the uh, Imperium in this video package, essentially. It was right. Briggs and Jensen. It was Grizzled Young Veterans, Jacket time, time, and the other team. There's a fourth team in there, too. Creed Brothers. Thank you. Yeah, that's who Creed it was. Creed Brothers. Uh, after that, we had Solis Akoa versus Santos Escobar. 
And uh, even though he's got that many people with him, uh, Solo Sokoa still got the win here. Oh, oh, I have to mention that here. Ryan, Chad, thank you so much for mentioning that in the chat. When oh, Trick yeah. got back in the ring to confront Bivens, who stepped in front of him? Ivy Nile. Mm-hmm. That was rad. That mm-hmm. was rad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, Solo Sokoa gets the win here with the top rope. I love his top rope splash because he, like, leans into it a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He doesn't, like, put his – he doesn't try to, like, you know – uh, put his hands and his and his knees down. Oh, his elbows down to break his fall. He, like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a senton, but like with his front, it's great. So the so S- S- Santos has control of vast majority of this match. He hits the Frankensteiner off the top, and then Zion Quinn walks to ringside. Oh, he yeah, he walks right. up up by Electra Lopez, and Santos just comes flying through the screen with a suicide dive, hits him with some ground and pound, and then Santos turns to Lopez and saying something to her. I couldn't tell what he was saying. Mm-hmm. He rolls into the ring, gets hit with a super kick from Sokoa top rope splash to get the win yeah uh we get a quick big quick bit of mckenzie hyping up the new year's evil card in fact it looks like a good card yeah it uh, does cut to the parking lot uh harlan and gacy have brought the chase university student up to the roof they do a long shot it looks clearly like they are preparing to watch this man fall to his death or uh, throw him off <laughs> Which I think is one and the same. <laughs> That's what I'm. Well, getting I mean, at. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the fall could be like, oh, he stumbles and falls. I'm saying oh, the I'm, idea yeah. was like they were going to lead to, or Harlan was going to lead to him leaving that roof. Yes, correct. In which case, I, I felt like the guy was going to die. Uh, yes. So, yeah, that, that's where I was going with that. Uh, Gacy tells Harlan, hey, you made your point. Harlan releases him. They leave. Uh, then we get a solo Sokoa interview. But nope, he's attacked by Boa with his face paint on. He's grabbing him by the throat, and then he lays out the cameraman. Another cameraman runs in, and Boa's standing there, confused, with no face face paint. paint. No face paint. I kind of like that, to be honest. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna do something, go all the way with it. Yeah, yeah. And the commentary was making a point: was like he can't control this power that he has. It's overwhelming him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Then we get a Tommaso Ciampa, Braun Breaker video package. Uh, just hyping up their match of New Year's Evil. Then we get Von Wagner versus Malik Blade. Robert Stone's watching backstage. Uh, Von Wagner spends a good amount of this match just throwing Malik Blade around the ring. Blade gets some of his stuff in. In the end, though, Wagner wins with a butterfly suplex, and afterwards he leaves, rolls back in. Uh, is about to attack Blade, but then Idris Anofe pulls Malik Blade out of the ring to make the save. Absolutely. Uh, after that, we had the main event. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade versus Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. I kind of, I really hope that, or I was rather, I was hoping because obviously this was this this was Raquel and Cora's story. You know, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. going into this match in New Year's Evil. That spot was on the line. Can they coexist? And they did, like you said at the head of the episode, they did. They were pretty seamless. The only problem was Cora Jade tried to get the the, the win here. Uh, and Raquel Gonzalez didn't like that. She actually kicked her off the pin, and that would have won them the match. Yeah, yeah, would have won yeah. them the match. And then in the end, though, there was like sort of a roll-up sequence thing that happened, and uh, and Cora Jade ended up getting the uh, the actual win. And Raquel yeah. Gonzalez hated that, and they started arguing afterwards, um, which was just really ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what I was hoping was a little bit of story with Io and Kaylee Ray because I'd love to see a feud between them. That that match would be absolutely amazing. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but we didn't mm-hmm. really get much of a tease there. No, not really. I mean, like the the so the Raquel hits her finish, and yeah, he said Cora tags her, and they argue. 
Raquel sent out of the ring. Cora covers. Raquel comes back in to break up the pin. Starts yelling at Cora. They go back and forth a little bit. And Kaylee Ray pushes Cora into Raquel. That knocks Raquel to the floor. And then, yeah, Kaylee Ray rolls up Cora. And then Raquel comes in and just pushes uh, pushes them. So Kaylee Ray's now on her back. And then Cora gets the roll-up win. And then they argue some more. Mandy shows up with Tron, says, congratulations, you two. You may have won, but your selfish desires for my title will be your downfall. That's why I made it a triple threat match. You're so consumed with taking the title for me that I'll be able to just take them out of the title picture altogether. Yep. Yep. Again, her uh, yeah. hot tub Matt chat question. Um, well, we got a raid here from Mardog. Thank you so much. Uh, what's up? All these nice raids. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. We're going to go ahead and answer some questions. Uh, I put up a, a thread on the Patreon. If you can't make the live show, you can always uh, go to our Patreon and ask us a question there. Um, I want to mention also, if you are interested in uh, going in raw ad-free on the audio side of things, we offer that on the Patreon, mm-hmm. patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash Stephen Larson. We also have some bonus content there as well. Yesterday, Friendo Club TV, we talked about, uh, we <clears throat> gave our own. So WWE released their top 25 WWE matches. Obviously, WWE is not going to put out a list that includes AEW or New Japan. They did their own thing, and yes. uh, and we fixed it for them. We gave uh, each of our top 10 WWE-specific yes. matches uh, for the year. So that's what we did on yesterday's show. So that was good. Uh, thank goodness we've got Xavier Gray here in our Patreon question thread because he asked three questions, and he was the only person who actually a- asked any questions here on the Patreon oh. thread. Uh, shout out to the enforcer, though, for leaving a comment in the question thread. It simply says, yeah, in the style of Braun Breaker. Xavier Gray. Or is, or is it in the style of L.A. Knight? Yeah. I mean, I he might be here in the chat, so I don't want to speak for him. My guess, my guess, my my uh, prediction is that it's Braun Breaker. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. Xavier Gray. Is Karen Q even going to get a new character gimmick now that Boa has the T.N. Shaw gimmick? Yeah, so, she's the one that's been sleeping around the the performance center. She's the person that's been sleeping. Yeah, last last week she was behind commentary, um, mm-hmm. sleeping. So she's been the my my guess is that she's still the same character, but because Boa took those powers, she's now reverting to her like normal form, and she's mm-hmm. just really exhausted because being a Mei Ying uh, with the Tian Sha abilities yes. is is really just making her go tape tape. Uh, Prime Joy Bearding says, since her debut, I assume on the main roster, Tony has had seven television and pay-per-view matches in total. That's actually more than I figured it would be. Let me see when she got called up. Uh, Xavier Gray with question number two. Is MSK going to form a new faction with Riddle once they're called up to the main roster? Wouldn't that be a really wonderful bit of once him and Orton are done, then they they start a faction together? That'd be cool. I'd love that. That could be cool. That could be cool. I I, uh, I I would hesitate to say yes, just because you never know what they do with main roster. Yeah. Uh, so according to Wikipedia, Tony was called up. So July 9th, there was a video package saying that she was that she had been called up. Wow. And she it was two weeks later that she actually debuted. Okay. Wasn't there? So about, she's been I, main I roster about six months. Okay. There was like an extended period of time, like I thought around the draft when like she wasn't used. Yeah, she wasn't. She had a couple matches, and then then she wasn't on TV at all. And then nothing for a while, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. 
And then uh, another question here from Xavier Gray. Why are Io Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez still with NXT? They should be gone by now. At, I would say a, a thousand percent for Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. I agree also with Raquel Gonzalez, but man, Io needs to be. It is weird. It is bizarre that Io Shirai isn't on a main roster. That's mm-hmm. just weird. It is weird. It is really weird. Jorge D says, both of you get enrolled into Chase University. What would be your role in the group, teachers, assistants, or whatever the long-haired blonde guy is? Well, he's a student. He's a bit of a teacher's pet, too. Yeah. Um, a counselor. I'd be a counselor. Oh, what a great answer. Uh, I would be... I mean, is there is part of Chase University? If the idea of Chase University is learn how to be a wrestler, oh, I'd be no, a better than counselor, athletic director. Well, I think you're you'd you'd probably be suited for counselor better. I would say uh, art teacher. I would All right. I would teach those kids how to make their own merchandise brand. Okay, good, good, yeah, good. That's all I got. Uh, White Brownie says obviously EO needs to go to Maine. Did you just read this one? No, but considering how the division is booked currently, should EO go on a singles run or team up with Oscar and add more depth to the tag division? Uh, it is booked terribly. It is. The main roster women's division is booked terribly. At mm-hmm. least, look, at least AEW, with the limited time they give their women's division, they do put thought into it. You know, well, yeah, we need more matches on main roster, but yeah, you know, they do they 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 put thought into it. WWE, it's such it's such an afterthought, with the Seemingly. exception, with few exception. Um, if they put her on main roster and she was on par with, I don't know. I mean, hell, even Na- like Naomi's got a good thing going right now with Sonya Deville. Shayna, unfortunately, is sort of stuck as Sonya Deville's henchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca, they seem to want to continually feature because she's going to win at WrestleMania. Yep. Becky and Liv have a decent thing going right now. Charlotte's always around. I mean, there there are some aspects that are decent, but like their mid card with like the women's tag division is just a crime. It's like there's no yeah. real division. Yeah. They have a really hard time coming up with stories that don't involve the titles. So. I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. It It is obviously sort of like ugh, they could do something really cool or they could do something really shitty. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. How has your thoughts on the debut of 2.0 compared to the current way the product is? Oh, so initial impressions of 2.0 versus oh. what we think about it now. What a great question. Yeah. Exceeds expectations because expectations were in the dirt. Yeah. Like the idea of are we just going to watch people learn how to be wrestle? Um, I, I thought that was, you know, it, it's been they have managed it better because it is still that to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's better. It's it's they, they've they've been able to integrate, you know, good wrestlers. I think that the transition has been clunky. The idea yeah. that we're still questioning, what's EO still doing there? What's Raquel still doing there? Why is Champa still there? Why is you know uh, Pete Dunn there? That's weird. That mm-hmm. being said, 
some of the more experienced wrestlers that are there do still sort of bolster the product a bit more. They do. They do. And yeah, I mean, it's obvious they're still kind of throwing whatever at the wall to see what sticks. Um, after that first episode of 2.0, I was like, gosh, this is going to be a chore to sit through. And sometimes it still is. It's it's very inconsistent on a segment-by-segment basis. Some are pretty solid. Sometimes you still get good matches. Sometimes you, d- you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of have to roll with it. As I said before, now it's it's not. I'm not watching it expecting great wrestling television on a week to week basis. I'm watching it to see how people develop. Yeah, yeah. And you know when I when there's growth there and people are 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 learning the craft sports entertainment in terms of how WWE does it. That's where the fun is for me right yeah. now, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see here. Don Wagner, Pat Sparks. Hey, friendos. Hey, friendos. What wrestlers in character would be good at training an emotional support animal, and who would you not want to do? I would not want Harlan to do it. He would probably eat it. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. would I want to do it? Um, I think MSK would treat a dog really well. Yeah. Emotional support animal. Yeah. I would not want Boa to do it. I get the feeling Solo Sokoa would be good with a dog. I, I could feel like that. he feels yeah. like he's a loner. And he can't trust people, but dogs are loyal as hell. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. So is Sakoa. I think it's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Anyways. Uh, uh, you want to end on this one from Don yeah. Wagner? What one match would you like to see X-Pac have in each of the major promotions impact in GCW included? We talked about GCW already. Yeah, Ninja Man. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, impact. What about... Oh, uh, their X Division champion. Um, it's uh, Trey Miguel. Yes, that'd be great. Uh, AEW. Darby. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix would be great. Phoenix. NXT. Carmelo Hayes. Mm hmm. Good, good. Raw. Raw or SmackDown, just WWE made roster. Um, Finn Balor. Oh, good answer. That's a good answer. Oh, AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ's good, good answer too. Cool. All right. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate. It. We'll be back tonight with our AEW recap at uh, seven Pacific, ten Eastern. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 